My name is Ricky. I'm a member of the SEMO Electric Co-op. I love the co-op because they treat your people very well. Welcome to the Power For Your Life podcast, where we focus on energy efficiency, the value of electric cooperative membership, and safety around electricity. I'm Mark Vigue, your host. The holiday season is upon us again, and although this year may look a little different than holidays of the past, one thing will likely remain, and that's the love of holiday decorations. For many people, the holidays just wouldn't be the same without the bright and colorful lights that decorate houses and city streets. And with people spending more time at home this year, it's likely you'll see even more homes with festive lights. That's why it's more important than ever for members to know how to stay safe when decorating for the holidays. With me today to talk about that very important topic is Jennifer Kate. She's the Community Relations Representative from Crawford Electric Cooperative. Jennifer, thanks for joining me today. Thanks, Mark, for having me. I appreciate it. Before we dive in, here are a few statistics to put it all in perspective. According to the U.S. Consumer Product Safety Commission, thousands of people are sent to the emergency room every holiday season because of injuries from lighting and decorating. And according to the Electrical Safety Foundation International, 150 home fires per year begin with holiday lights and other decorative lighting causing eight deaths, 16 injuries, and $8.9 million in property damage each year. Jennifer, given these statistics, what's the most important safety consideration members should think about when decorating for the holidays? Mark, one of the things I feel is most important is probably overloading outlets. I know a lot of times people will go throw out their lights, put them up, and not realize until they're ready to plug in that cord how many lights they actually have on it. Then they're going to have issues with not only that overloaded outlet, maybe throwing breakers, or even blowing the fuses on the lights, which is going to make it frustrating for them. So you got a lot of fire hazards to look at when it comes to Christmas lighting, weather outside, and then different things inside as well. So definitely need to think safely and For what I do in my job when it comes to house fires, I want to always make sure I'm doing what is best for me and my home to keep from having a fire for sure. That's a great point. Sometimes we get in such a hurry maybe to to get decorated and get to the fun that maybe we take some shortcuts and just plug more things into an outlet than we should. And we're going to focus on outdoors and indoors with uh, this safety discussion. So, I guess, you know, we'll think about outdoors first. Talk about planning, how that might help uh, avoid some things that could be um, catastrophic when we're decorating. Well, some things to think about, first of all, of course, is your damaged cords. We don't want to see members using a damaged cord when it comes to putting, plugging their lights in. First of all, I see a lot of times people will take a, an, a cord that has had the third prong cut off and try to plug that into a smaller cord 
not realizing that that's not the safest route to go. So definitely look for frayed cords. Make sure that there's no fray in the cord at any location, but especially the end of the cord. I talk about this a lot with the kids when I do safety training. When you pull a cord out, like such as your vacuum cleaner, you're pulling on that cord so long, it starts to separate from the actual plug. So make sure there's no insulation showing or wire showing from that plug when you're using it. Also, make sure that you're using cords that are not, that are rated for the lighting that you're using. So planning ahead, laying out your lights, making sure you have enough, and where is your, your electric source coming from? Are you, do you have an outlet outside that's in the middle of your house, but you're starting on the left side? How are you going to get that electric there? So doing some planning ahead of time will save you not only time, but also frustration where you'll make those mistakes. Well, that's a good point because we all know it's kind of the old saying, measure twice, cut once. So it's important to plan. And you talked a little bit about, about that planning when you're decorating outside the home. One thing we know that we talk about a lot um, as far as electrical safety goes, and that's overhead power lines. So what should we be thinking about with respect to those or other areas when decorating around the home or in the yard? I feel one of the main things we need to think about when doing those lights outside is we remember that 10-foot rule. That 10-foot rule can get people in trouble not realizing how close that overhead line may be to their house. Some homes still have an overhead service running into the house, and the meter may even be on the home. When decorating and putting up Christmas lights, that can cause a danger when you're getting close to that. Maybe you shouldn't put their lights up around that area since that overhead mast is there. But also when using that ladder, if it's a windy day, you may, may want to be careful carrying that ladder and not get it anywhere where it could get close to that overhead line. When doing electrical safety training, I like to use the Sean Miller safety video that comes out from Safe Electricity, the TLC story whenever he was throwing lights up in the tree and either the lights or the limb of the tree may contact with the overhead line and cause an electrical contact. And that was a very tragic accident, could have been worse. Um, he did lose a limb, but those are things that we need to be aware of. Where is that power line? Make sure we're staying away from it. We definitely don't wanna see anybody come into danger or have an accident just because they're wanting to share their holiday cheer. One thing that we really use here at our co-op is our motto is look up and live because it definitely can change your life. So always be aware of those overhead lines and make sure that you're staying away from them at all times. Well, that's great advice, Jennifer. And you know, you've summed it up well when you've talked about preparation, you've talked about using the right lights in the right places. You've talked about the danger of overhead power lines and how that's really something that you just can't ignore. Uh, when you're decorating for the holidays. So let's take a short break now. And when we come back, we're gonna talk with Jennifer more about decorating indoors for the holiday. Even though COVID-19 is still a threat, 
Your Touchstone Energy Cooperative is as committed as ever to keeping the power on. So you can do your job by staying home and staying safe. Disinfect high-touch surfaces frequently and check in on your neighbors and loved ones often. You've got the power to make a difference and you can count on us to be here for you every day. Discover the value of your co-op membership. Visit membersfirst.coop today. Are you prepared to stay safe and warm if a winter storm knocks out power? Ice, wind, and heavy snow can slow down restoration. So have extra blankets and supplies on hand to help weather a prolonged outage safely. And before venturing outside, be aware that ice and snow can hide dangers like downed power lines that are energized. Learn more about winter storm safety at safeelectricity.org. Discover the value of your co-op membership. Visit membersfirst.coop today. Energy saving tip number 93. Minimize the use of electric space heaters except for limited or temporary spot heating. Turn space heaters off when leaving. podcast visiting today with Jennifer Cape from Crawford Electric Cooperative. Jennifer, we've talked about precautions to take when decorating outdoors during this holiday season. Talk to me about some safety concerns and precautions we can take when decorating indoors. Mark, that is a good topic and some good reminders for members is that we need to keep in mind that when we are using cords inside, sometimes where you're going to put your tree, is not where there's an outlet. So you're gonna have to use a cord. Um, Covering those cords, if it's the end, just like outside, you gotta think about what is it that's going to cover that cord? Is it going to be in a high traffic area? Is it one that maybe you have small animals, puppies in your house, or your kid's gonna get a puppy for Christmas and they like to chew on things. Cords are accessible if they're there where they can see them, sometimes, that may not be the best plan. So using a timer would also be a good idea, something that could save not only the usage, but also be safer because that way they could plug them lights in, put them on the timer, and then they're on mainly the hours that the family is at home in order to avoid if there was an issue, someone would be at home. But definitely you don't wanna hide them under carpets or rugs, unplug them before you go to bed or before you leave your home just to avoid any type of issue while you're not there. Yeah, that, those are some, some great tips. And, you know, one of the things that's a real centerpiece of celebrations and gatherings this time of year is the tree, uh, a nicely decorated tree. Do you have any ideas for us about how we can stay safe and still have that beautiful tree uh, glowing at night? Absolutely. We all love that, especially the evening glow of a tree pull up to your home and or you're driving by your neighborhood and you see those trees through the window and how nice they are. But we do know that members have 
fireplaces, and some of our members even use space heaters. Those are things we really, really need to be careful with is where you're placing that tree. Make sure you always place that tree at least three feet from any kind of heat source. You definitely don't want to catch that tree on fire. And if it's a live tree, make sure it's being watered so that it doesn't have an issue of wood heat or any type of heat source getting hot. And maybe those lights then could cause a fire of that tree as well. Yeah, that's so important is to make sure that that tree, whatever type of tree it is, that it's isolated from a heat source because obviously that's, uh, that's not going to mix well um, during, during this time which we should be celebrating. So sort of changing gears just a little bit. Many people out here that are listening to this, including you and me, we've got children or we've got pets at home or both, and we obviously want them all to be safe. Uh, what special things should we keep in mind when we have holiday decorations out and around for kids and pets? We definitely want to keep animals away from those cords. If you have animals that chew, we definitely don't want them chewing on those cords. And cats, you know, we know cats are curious and they like to climb the tree. You definitely don't want them to uh, climb that tree and knock it over and then it catches on fire or causes an issue there. But just always teach your kids not to put anything in an outlet that doesn't belong. And if you have younger kids, they shouldn't be plugging things in the outlet as well. So do it for them or like I said before, use a timer so that you don't have an issue of somebody getting hurt or playing in that outlet. Keep them protected by those um, outlet protectors. Those will help too because then nothing that's not supposed to be in there will be put into that outlet. Yeah, that's that's right. I mean, something as simple as an outlet protector uh, and as inexpensive or even free sometimes, you can find those and give them away. Uh, that can really, really pay off in the long run. Um, you know, we love the traditional Christmas lights around my house, um, the old style lights, but uh, we recently switched um, this year, in fact, to LED lights, and we know that they're more energy efficient, but are there any safety implications to that? One thing about using um, LED lights is you're definitely going to see less heat. A lot of times you can go up to the lights on your tree and you can feel the heat coming off of them. LED lights, you will not see that, and they definitely, when they get hot, sometimes you'll see a light shatter. You will not find that with an LED light, so they will not shatter like glass, but it's just like using a CFL bulb. You'll see that they are, they give off a different kind of light, and you'll see the same thing with an LED. Your tree's going to have a brighter light, but it's definitely in the long run going to change your usage when it comes to your electric bill, and we all know when it comes to winter heating bills, adding those Christmas lights can put a little bump in your bill, so we definitely we'll see a difference if you use LEDs instead. So it is a change that's coming, and I think we'll see a lot of people start making that change of the LED lights on their trees. Well, that's one thing I really noticed when unpacking the LED lights is that they're not gonna break. Like a traditional glass bulb is pretty fragile. Uh, it can break pretty easily, and those LEDs certainly uh, don't have that problem. Well, Jennifer, I appreciate you taking time to join me today to talk about holiday lighting safety. It's an important topic. We need all our members out there to, to um, take care and think about these tips whenever they're decorating around the holidays. Thank you for joining. Thanks, Mark, and I appreciate your time. And uh, we just want our members to stay safe and always remember 
all those safety things we talked about today and that they'll have a great holiday season. Well, whether you are competing to be the next Clark Griswold or just want to add some holiday cheer to your home, keep safety in mind to ensure your holidays are warm and bright. We'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to the Power for Your Life podcast. To learn more about this topic and other safety, efficiency, and energy technology information, contact your local electric cooperative or visit us on the web at membersfirst.coop. You can also follow us on social media at facebook.com slash membersfirstcooperatives, pinterest.com slash membersfirst, or instagram.com slash membersfirst. If you have a question or topic you would like us to consider for an upcoming episode, email us at membersfirst at aeci.org.